0: chapter 24 of the call of the wildflower this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by jennifer painter the call of the wildflower by henry salt chapter 24 coves of helvelen I climbed the dark brow of the mighty Helvellyn, Scott. So far I have spoken more of the Welsh mountain-flowers than of those belonging to Lakeland, but the difference between the two districts, in regard to their respective floras, is not very great, and with a few exceptions the plants that are native on the one range may be looked for on the other. The lloydia is found in Stodonia only, And Wales can boast, not a monopoly, but a greater plenty of the moss campion and the purple saxifrage. On the other hand, the alpine lady's mantle and the yellow mountain saxifrage, both abundant in Cumberland, are absent from Carnarvonshire. And this is somewhat of a loss, for the common lady's mantle, charming though it is, lacks the beauty of the alpine and the yellow saxifrages, as they hang from the rocks like a phalanx of tiny golden shields, each with bright petals and pale green sepals radiating from a central boss, are among the greatest ornaments of the fells. Again, the lovely little bird's-eye primrose is a north-country plant which is not found in Wales, against which may be set, perhaps, that gem of the damp mosses on certain Welsh stream-sides, the ivy-leafed bellflower. More characteristic of lakeland than of Snowdonia, though not peculiar to it, are those two very beautiful flowers, the one a child of the swamp, the other of the high pastures, the grass of Parnassus and the mountain pansy. And to conclude the list, the snow saxifrage and the mountain avens are about equally rare in both countries. The avens, indeed, is confined to one or two stations where fortunately it is little known helvellyn as a mountain is very inferior to snowdon nor indeed can it compete in grandeur with its own cumbrian neighbours the great gable and scorfell but among visitors to the lakes it has nevertheless an enduring reputation largely due to the poems in which scott and wordsworth have sung its praises accordingly during the tourist season the anxious question is that helvellyn may often be overheard and on a fine day all sorts of incongruous persons may be seen making their way up the weary slopes that lead from grassmere to its crest i once observed a gentleman in a top hat toiling upward in the queue on another occasion i witnessed at the summit a violent quarrel between a married couple The point of dispute, on which they appealed to me, being whether their little dog was, or was not, in danger of being blown over the cliffs. As the west wind was certainly very strong, and Helvellyn had already been associated with the story of a dog's fidelity, I ventured to advise a retreat. On the east side, however, where its dark brow overlooks the red tarn and throws out two great lateral ridges. On the right, in De Quincey's words, the awful curtain of rock called Striding Edge, and Squirrel Edge on the left, Helvellyn is a very fine mountain, and what is more to the present purpose is botanically the most interesting of all the Lakeland fells. From Grisdale Town to Keppel Cove, a distance of full three miles, that great escarpment, with the several coves that nestle beneath it, is the home of many rare alpine flowers corresponding in that respect with the welsh rock faces of idwal and cum glas and though it does not offer so conspicuous a display or such keen inducements to flower-gazing a search along its narrow ledges and under the impending crags home of the hill fox will seldom disappoint the adventurer some years ago i spent a week of july in two successive seasons at patterdale for the purpose of becoming better acquainted with the mountain flowers but on both occasions the weather was very stormy and made it difficult to be on the fells at first i searched chiefly under striding edge and the steep front of helvellyn among the rocks that lie behind the red tarn and in similar places above keppel cove tarn in the adjoining valley "'hoping with good luck to light on the snow saxifrage. "'In this I was unsuccessful, "'but I twice found a plant I had not hitherto met with, "'in appearance a small spineless thistle "'with a cluster of light purple scented flowers, "'which proved to be the alpine sawwort, or sorceria, "'and which in later years I saw again on Snowdon, "'a blossom which I picked and kept for several months,' was so little affected by its separation from the parent stem that it continued its vital processes in a vase and passed from flowering to seeding without interruption like the alpine it was a veritable live long or as the politicians say die hard at patterdale i was so fortunate as to make the acquaintance of mr robert nixon a resident who has had a long and intimate knowledge of the local flora and he very kindly devoted a day to showing me some of his flower haunts on helvellyn in the course of this expedition one of the pleasantest in my memory a number of interesting plants were noted by us among them the mountain pansy the cross-leaved bed-straw the vernal sandwort the alpine meadow rue the moss campion the purple saxifrage now past flowering the mountain willow herb, Epilobium alcinifolium, not the true alpine willow herb, but a native of similar places among the higher rills, and the Salix herbacea, or least willow, the smallest of British trees, which when growing on the bare hilltops is not more than two inches in height, though in the clefts of rock at the edge of the main escarpment we found it of much larger size. The moss campion, Silene Alcalis, is especially associated with the locality of which I am speaking, the neighbourhood of Grysdale Tarn, and is mentioned in the elegiac verses, composed by Wordsworth, near the mountain track that leads from Grasmere through Grysdale. There, cleaving to the ground, it lies, with multitude of purple eyes, spangling a cushion green-like moss to this the poet added in a note this most beautiful plant is scarce in england the first specimen i ever saw of it in its native bed was singularly fine the tuft or cushion being at least eight inches in diameter i have only met with it in two places among our mountains in both of which i have since sought for it in vain the other place may have been the hill above rydale mount for a contributor to the flora of the lake district, states that it was there shown to him by Wordsworth. The poet's knowledge of the higher mountains and of the mountain flora was not great. The moss campion, though local, is much less rare than he supposed, and its cushions grow to a far larger bulk than that of the one described by him. In his Holidays on High Lands, 1869, Hugh Macmillan, paying tribute to the beauty of this flower, remarks that a sheet of it last summer on one of the Westmoreland mountains measured five feet across and was one solid mass of colour. I have seen it approaching that size in Wales. Another plant which I was anxious to see was the Alpine serastium, mousier chickweed, said to grow sparingly. "'on the crags of Striding Edge and in a few other places. "'I failed to find it, but when Mr. Nixon had pointed out to me, "'in a photograph of the edge, "'a particular crag on which he had noticed the flower in a previous summer, "'I determined to renew the search. "'This the weather prevented. "'But in the following year, happening to be in Borrodale in June, "'I walked from Keswick to the top of Helvellyn and thence descended to Striding Edge, where, on the very rock indicated by Mr. Nixon, I found the object of my journey, not yet in flower, for I was somewhat ahead of its season, but authenticated as Serastrium alpinum by the small oval leaves covered with dense white down. I have several times seen, high up on Carned Llewellyn, a form of serastium with larger flowers than the common kind. This, I think, must have been what is called Serastium alpestre in the flora of Carnarvonshire, but the true alpinum, though frequent in the Scottish highlands, is decidedly rare in Wales. Even when the summer is far spent, there is hope for the flower lover among these mountains, especially if he penetrate into one of those deep fissures more characteristic of the scorfell range than of helvellyn known locally as gills i have in mind the upper portion of Gill near the summit of the sty head pass where on an autumn day one may still see on either bank of the chasm a goodly array of flowers most prevalent perhaps are the satiny leaves of the alpine ladies Mantle which is extraordinarily abundant in this part of the Lake District, and forms a thick green carpet on many of the slopes. Against this background stand out conspicuously tall spires of golden rod, rich cushions of wild thyme, and clumps of white sea campion, a shore plant which, like thrift, sea plantain, and scurvy grass, seem almost equally at home on the heights. There, too, are the mountain sorrel and rose-root, butterworts, with leaves now faded to a sickly yellow, tufts of harebell, northern bedstraw and hawkweed, stout stalks of angelica, and, best of all, festoons of yellow saxifrages, beautiful even in their decay. End of chapter 24